Justin Bradford, Penalty Box Ready with a PBR quick hit and really excited to welcome on this guest, goaltender Devin Cooley, freshly signed by the National Predators organization. Devin, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I guess we'll just start off real quick with what are the, what are your emotions in terms of signing this deal and knowing that you're, you're going to be able to play pro hockey? Oh man, I mean obviously it's a it's a dream come true. I think I've been playing hockey for 18 years now, and it's a dream I've had since I was a little kid. Um, so these past few days have been just a whirlwind of uh, of emotions, of, of just excitement, and uh, couldn't be more happy to join such an amazing organization with Nashville. Yeah, obviously some good goaltenders coming in from Nashville and some homegrown talent uh, as well. And so University of Denver, uh, really just looking at your numbers right here too, really impressive for a for college hockey. I mean, we all know that some numbers don't always look the best in college hockey, even though goaltenders can be absolutely phenomenal, but especially in the year 1819 to have a 185 and a 934 save percentage, really impressive. What helped make you so successful at Denver? Oh man. I mean, you got to give credit to, uh, to the Denver hockey program. It's such an, it's such an amazing program and we have a very good team every single year and they do a pretty good job of making my job pretty easy. Um, but, you know, basically just, you know, you just try to work as hard as you possibly can. You try to be a student of the game. Um, and that, that's pretty much all, the, all there is really to it. Um, the, the rest of the team does the work, and then you make the saves when you need. And, um, yeah, we, usually, we have a lot of success every year. And, again, just, just a really great program. Yeah, Denver, one of those programs that's always talked about uh, in terms of college hockey and being very, very good at the game as well. So what was your experience overall like being at Denver? Oh, man, that was... I, mean, I talked about a dream come true coming uh, signing with Nashville, but you know it was, it was a dream come true too when, when I committed to Denver. That was my dream school growing up, and um, it's, it's closer to home for me being from California. And it's such an amazing program, great coaches. You know, I, I loved all my teammates. Those three years what I spent there were definitely the best three years of my life so far. You know, uh, I, I just can't say enough good things about that program and what they do and um, what they stand for and uh, the success that I had there and. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I really just care about the program so much. It's, it's a great place to play, be. Yeah, absolutely. And so, especially those are really formative years, especially as you're getting ready to go pro. What at that Denver helped you in terms of growing your game, and not just in terms of on the ice, but mentally, psychologically, things like that. What did Denver do, and the coaches there do, to just to help you continue to grow and mature? Yeah, absolutely. I mean. Playing college hockey is, is a total different beast because, you know, you're going to school full-time while, while trying to uh, juggle a schedule with uh, Division One athletics. So I think for me, growing as a person, um, living, you know, on my own and, and with roommates and stuff, you know, you, you have to learn how to cook for yourself. You have to learn how to have really good time management. you got to learn how to, you know, study for exams, and you got to learn to take accountability for yourself and put your own schedule into your own hands and have some professionalism. So I think... The three years that I spent there really helped me grow into an adult and figure out how to live on my own and um, get into routines that I knew worked for me with time management, you know, responsibility, everything like that. Um, you know, on the ice, it's just that the players there are, are so talented. The coaches there are so talented. Um, and they're very supportive and everyone's focused on development and um, being part of a team and, and being part of a winning culture. And I think that also really helped because I got to be a be a part of, you know, a winning team and a winning program and understand, you know, what it takes to to be a winning program and everything like that. Um, we all hold, all the guys, they hold each other accountable. Everyone's, you know, working as hard as they possibly can and not just for themselves, but to, to help win as much as possible and 
bring home a national championship. Yeah, yeah, and I mean Denver's definitely known for being competitive like that. Now let's let's take a, a big step back now to basically kind of when you're getting your start and really competitive play and playing tier one, playing triple A hockey with San Jose, the Junior Sharks, sixteen U, eighteen U, and really good numbers there as well. So it shows you've been pretty consistent with putting up some good numbers, man. Uh, but <laughs> but that experience in terms of playing junior hockey near home like that, because some so many kids nowadays sometimes they'll have to travel a lot. They have, there's four-hour drives where they have to move to a different part of the country. But being able to play in California and play your junior hockey there, what was that experience like, and how have you seen hockey continue to grow in California? Oh, it's great. Um, like every year that I've played, I think hockey's gotten bigger and bigger. And, you know, it's it's not a, it's not a huge surprise anymore when you see a kid from California, mm-hmm. you know, go to Division One or, or sign pro. You know, it's starting to become a little bit more normalized, in my opinion. Um, playing for the Junior Sharks was great. I have lifelong friends. I loved all my coaches. I loved every year that I was there. Um, it was so nice to stay at home too, because I, what you were saying, a lot of kids, you know, they grew up thinking, oh, you got to go to, you know, the Minnesotas and the Michigans. You got to go to these top programs and, and do this and do that. But, you know, I think I think if you have the talent and you have the work ethic, you know, it, it doesn't matter where you play. Um, the Junior Sharks was a great place. You know. It, absolutely love i love the program and, and i got to stay at home too and, and continue to develop um and kind of put my career into my own hands and, and not worry so much about the stuff you know outside of it like where i was playing or if we were going to win a, nat- a championship or you know what tournaments we were going to you know i just worked hard and tried to play my best every single game and it ended up working out yeah it's definitely worked out now that now that you can call yourself a pro and and yeah. and looking at this too i mean san jose being one of those areas decades ago was non-traditional now obviously traditional with with the sharks and what they've done so what got you into hockey was it the sharks or was it something else that really influenced you to want to play hockey um it's actually kind of a funny story so my uh my mom was a, a den leader for boy scouts and my <laughs> older brother was uh he was a boy scout and for a field trip when i was around four or five years old they went to a uh, ice skating rink in California, outdoor mm-hmm. rink. And my mom brought me along because I was too young to be left home alone. And uh, <laughs> she put me in skates and I just had like a natural, I just picked it up right away. It just felt really easy to me. Like it felt like, like I don't know, kind of second nature. And so that next year, you know, my, my parents had never played hockey. We're not a hockey family at all. And, um, they did some research and they're like, okay, hey, like he, he seems as he has a natural ability for skating. Like, what do we do with that? Is, is there even a hockey program around here? Uh, do we get them into figure skating? Like, what do we do? And they, they found the, uh, the local uh, Junior Sharks program, and then they started me up in there just in the in-house league. And from there, I just absolutely fell in love with it and um, just wanted to play as much as possible, you know, constantly looking at videos and pictures of hockey players. I just <laughs> thought it was the coolest thing ever. And it, from there, it just kind of blossomed into this whole career. And so, I mean, did you start off as a skater or didn't really go into goaltending or what interested you more in terms of the goaltending aspect of the game? Yeah, so I started off as a skater and when we were, when I was playing in-house, each team, they didn't have goalies yet. And so each game, a player got to go in in the net in their, in their player gear and play goalie. And I remember going in there and I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And then that summer, uh, I used to play roller hockey every summer and there was a team that needed a goalie, and so they just threw me in this this other goalie's <laughs> pads, and I just went in there, and I, and I had an absolute blast. And then um, that for my birthday, when I was eight years old, my dad got me my own set of goalie gear, and then yeah, it just took off from there, and I, I never looked back. 
Oh man, that, that that's awesome. And so growing up, who were some of your goaltending influences that maybe not per se modeled your game after, but you really looked up to and people that, uh, in, that played in net that you really respected as well? Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, I would say, you know, Jim Craig with the 1980 mm-hmm. U.S. Olympic team. I used to watch the uh, movie Miracle every single day. I probably <laughs> have watched that movie over a hundred times. Uh, I'd watch that movie in the morning and then I'd go outside and practice and play street hockey all day long, like with my brothers or by myself. Um, and it's just like my favorite movie. So I was always looking up to him and the performance he put on in that movie. And then uh, Evgeny Nabokov obviously played with mm-hmm. the Sharks, you know, pretty much the entire time that I was growing up. So I was always watching him and going to Sharks games and, yeah, I just thought they were both great. Oh, yeah, Miracle. that I can quote the entire movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's one of those. So, And and, and looking at this, too, and, and your size and kind of getting into the, the, the part of, of being a goaltender and everything, too, and utilizing your size. And we've seen with Pecorine with the Predators and being just very athletic and flexible and everything. What are some things in terms of like a self-scouting report that you think really helps you stand out and how you utilize your size to be successful in net? Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit rare to see, you know, someone with my size, you know, it's similar to a Pecorino situation. I think I skate really well. I, I think I'm, I'm quick. I'm very mobile. Um, and I think it's pretty rare to find a goalie who, you know, is around 6'4", six, 6'5", six, that, that has those attributes as well. And it doesn't look uncoordinated, isn't very blocky, um, is still able to remain athletic. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I asked David Poyle about you uh, and his media availability the other day and, and what they thought about bringing you on. And they said they've been looking at you for a couple of years uh, and, and being really interested in you. What is, how does that make you feel just to know that you've had an organization that's really kind of been tracking your game and, and being interested in you and, and also referencing Pecorine and saying that they think they've found somebody that has that height, but also very mobile and flexible to kind of put you on comparison with those types of levels for the organization? Yeah, that's great. I, 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 you know, I love to hear that. Um, Pecorini is a goalie that I've tried to model my game off of. Is he's someone that I've looked up to for a long time and one of my favorite goalies to watch. Um, so to hear them say that, you know, it means the world to me. And before we have to go, it's one of those things that's always fun to learn because goaltenders are always a unique specimen, and especially when it comes to like pregame and during game things like that. What's one of those things on game days? What's your your game day ritual that you always have before a game? man game day ritual i i do um i i look at these like weird cards with a bunch of numbers and symbols and letters on it and it's i used to like um get my eyes ready for the game and my, my teammates always make fun of me because it looks like i'm just like staring at a piece of paper for like 15 20 minutes but i'm actually doing all these random eye exercises but to anyone looking from the outside they're like what is he doing this guy looks like he's insane um but other than that you know it's, it's a pretty basic routine you know i, I like to look at like memes and other funny things to to lighten up the mood not be you know so serious or stressed out about things right before um we'll have like a sandwich get a stretch in um but yeah pretty basic pre-game routine i'd say no no that makes sense i can only imagine the looks on their faces staring at the cards uh like that uh and then and the last question it's one of those things i find interesting just to talk to goaltenders about this because we've seen the evolution of the game and depending on situations utilizing different positions so just your take in terms of the rvh and the vh in terms of what you tend to utilize more and how we've seen the game evolve and in terms of how you think that helps you be more prepared whichever way that you decide to go whether it's rvh or vh into certain games situation so just kind of your take on those two different ways to to approach the game yeah yeah so i think that's obviously a really hot topic right now mm-hmm. with uh with goaltenders and i think i think the best way to look at it is you should never use it 
you know, as a save selection or just, you know, as a blocking mode, you should, you know, have a plan for, you know, say if a player is, you know, below the, below the circle and they're within like two feet of you, you know, what are they, what are you going to do if, if they're, you know, 15 feet away from you? Like, what are you going to do? And I think a lot of goalies have it in their, in their head where they have to do this every single time, you know, no matter what the situation is. And I think that's the wrong way to go about it because a lot of people are acting a, a lot like robots, you know, and you can't really act like that. You have to be active and you have to, you know, it's, it's a game time decision. It's, it's, you got to be able to make a save without really thinking about it. And so if some guy's coming down and you have an instinct that, okay, like I don't want to give up like this top side and I, I feel like he's going to shoot it up high, then, you know, you got to be able to not just go straight into an RVH. You got to be able to use a VH too. And you, maybe sometimes you stand up, you know, and, I think it's just you just got to be reactive and you got to be able to evolve and change with the game. You can't just go in with, you know, I'm going to do this every single time because, you know, sometimes it's going to be different. You're going to get beat because of it. That's a great way to look at it. And you can obviously tell you're a student of the game with that answer there, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, well, Devin, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. Welcome to the Nashville organization. Uh, looking forward to seeing you, seeing you play and hopefully the very near future as well. So, yeah, welcome and thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.